0: perfect for a moment to unwind. And so when you wanna hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. In
1: 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He is turned down Every
0: single documentary project, looking closely at the details of his career, until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival
1: and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts.
2: Hi, this is Ruben
0: Off the Cheek. I'm Pat Nevin. I'm Mason Mount. You're listening to the London Is Blue podcast. All right, Chelsea fans, welcome back to another episode of the London is Blue podcast. Uh, it's coming at you with a little bit of a different one this time. You still got your host, as always, Brandon. You got Nick and Dan is always here with us. Yeah. Um, but we do have a special guest. I mean, Nick, I can turn over to you. I mean, I feel weird being the non-NFL person in the group. And I know Dan is a Patriots fan, thinks he's a big NFL guy. But I figure <laughs> you're with the Broncos.
2: That's, that's like being a pacifist. You're really not into... <laughs> aggression we've, we've had some hard times over here and <laughs> in my neck of the woods so uh no it's actually we're, we're really pumped about this and we have a special episode uh, uh an episode dan that we're over a year in the making with scheduling and, and things like that dan who do we have
1: well we have uh, none other than a a war eagle auburn tiger we have a cincinnati Bengal, and you know also a just a seemingly lifelong Chelsea fan. We'll have to get clarification on that one. But uh CJ uh, Osama is joining us and uh welcome to the pod.
3: Yeah, no, uh like you guys said, it's been a year in the making. I'm I'm glad to finally be on and we could have uh we can make this work, but um yeah, I'm I'm glad to be here.
0: And look, he's he's flexing right away, putting out the fact that he's true Chelsea, right? He's got the 80s kit on. Oh well, yeah. I can't believe you found him big enough to fit, but I'm glad you
2: did. <laughs> Five XL um. in Britain is what that is. <laughs> Picked it up
0: right
1: from uh, Nick's closet, right? You know, it's yeah, that's, that's yes.
3: about the size you wear. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I actually got um, I got a two X, which is what I normally wear, and then ended up not fitting, so I ended up giving it away and getting another one because I was like, "Well, I want to wear it. this is the coolest. Uh, this is we talked about. This is the coolest kit for sure. Yeah. This is the one I wear the most." So, um, yeah, had to had to represent and put it on for for the podcast.
0: No, that is fantastic. We love that. Um, it 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 matches nicely with Nick's um third kit that
3: he's
2: got. That's on right. It, so
3: that's, that's right. It's beautiful one too. That is a nice one. See,
2: <laughs> it, the more people we have on the show, and you guys are trying to make fun of this kit, the more people like it. I'm telling you, we're starting the trend. It's going the other. You're a good direction. salesperson, Nick. That that's really Not what it comes down one, to.
3: But it is a nice one. But, hey,
2: that that's a slippery slope starting
0: to call it the best <laughs> kit. But you can appreciate it and like it. It's unique and it's it's good. So. Um, look, this this has been fun because uh, we reached out to our communities. We reached out to um, you know Discord and social media. And we're just like, hey, we landed CJ. Like, what do you what do you guys want to know about it? And the heads that popped off were just hilarious. Hey. So we've got from Discord Menunali, right? And he was like, this is so cool. I was in college at the same time CJ was and saw him in a few of the buildings. That we both had classes in, and he put in parentheses, uh, at least I assume anyways, we both had classes. He goes, I knew who he was, but never met him. Give him a big war eagle for me, if you don't mind. Worlds colliding and whatnot, Chelsea and his alma mater. So again, like, the crossover that you have CJ, to this Chelsea community is is surprising us, without a doubt, so... We're going to get into it. All right. We're going to talk about how you got into Chelsea and what you think about the season so far under Lamps. We're going to be like, we're going to get to know what's it like following the Premier League as a professional NFL player. Obviously, schedules conflicting on Sundays and, and just travel and a lot of commitments. And maybe a few other questions that are provided by you, the listeners. Uh, a lot of NFL stuff, favorite meal, just, you know, some, some random things. But uh, Dan, I'm going to throw this one over to you. We're going to start. Uh, with how you got into Chelsea
1: well yeah I mean we got you know a lot of questions I think a pretty standard question and we had region 20 and then actually our audio editor Jake who is a war eagle as well a uh, big fan wanted to know just how how how'd you get into Chelsea like what's the Chelsea story how did you come to loving the best team in all of global football slash soccer
3: yeah um first of all war eagle uh to, <laughs> to the person that tweeted that out but um, growing up, my dad was a huge Inter Milan fan. And, mm-hmm. um, so he wanted me to play soccer and I got too big and then started like hitting people, started getting yellow cards, red cards. And I was like, I don't think I can do this. Like I'm, I'm going to stick with football. Um, but yeah, I, I really started watching and getting into it, uh, like mm-hmm. most of my friends with FIFA and it was my senior year of, of high school and uh, I played with Chelsea and, I mean we played with everybody. We played randoms and I started playing with Chelsea more and more. And I love Drogba my, my by far favorite player, um, from the, from the past. I don't know if I might have new, uh, he's, he's my favorite player, I think. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I ended up getting in a little bit of trouble in college because my game issued iPad that they gave me, um. I would just watch Chelsea matches like I'd be, in class. <laughs> I'd be in class. And instead of taking notes, which I I just popped it up and they could the teacher couldn't see. And I looked like I was taking notes, but I'd be watching the matches and um, yeah, it just kind of took off from there. I, I had every like ounce of money that I saved up would go into buying a, buying a Chelsea Jersey and another kit, And um, that's pretty much all I wore around campus. Uh, so that's kind of like the start of, of how, um, you know i became a chelsea fan and you know just watching every match with people that that were in you know my dorm room or my house or um we weren't watching basketball or football we were watching chelsea
2: oh man okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna just like go off script here you're you're in college uh what years again were you in college for 2012 yes yeah so d- where did you watch the champions league final
3: at the house at the, oh, at man. the, the house that i lived in with uh with my guys, um, Kyle, Trey and Worth and Mason. And, and um, so it was a football house kind of, you know, we're not allowed to have football houses, but um, a bunch of us lived there. And um, one in particular, he was, he was like my arch rival FIFA player. And he actually was a huge Man U fan, but loved Chelsea for me. I didn't like Man U. I was like, nah, I'm Chelsea, but <laughs> <Smart>. <laughs> he was cool with Chelsea and he liked Drogba as well. So we watched it together. And I was going, I got I just got chills. I was going absolutely nuts watching that match. It was it was insane. We both went crazy, ran around the house. It was a good night to say the least. But mm, um yeah. yeah, that's that's it was it was awesome.
2: So we'll we'll fast forward a little bit to to this year, right? I mean, it's obviously uh, you know, with COVID been a weird start to the season, Chelsea make a ton of signings. Uh just talk a little broadly about, about the start of this year. How are you enjoying it you know play style are, are you are you watching every single moment that you can
3: yeah no a hundred percent am. um i think you know the start of the year isn't for for i mean i think you guys can agree it wasn't it wasn't great you know we're letting up letting up goals and just doing just things that I'm, i want to pull my hair out <laughs> um but then i think about it and i think about you know what we're having to do with with covid and all these regulations and um the lack of time that i get to spend with the new guys and it's so i kind of feel for them like all right you know what i kind of i somewhat understand um somewhat you know some of the poor defending and like keeper play i'm like all right well you could do better but um you know with the chemistry you know i think it's it's tough Um, especially like you said there's so many signings so many new faces uh so much chemistry that needs to happen and you need to kind of develop with you know, not even just on the pitch, but like in the locker room, um, you know, I, I heard uh, they had 90 seconds on, on Chelsea's, you know, Instagram and uh, Ben was talking about how he's, he's in the locker room with like five people and they're separated with locker rooms. And so, um, you know, it, it's, I think as the season's progressed, I'm, I'm like, okay, this is, you know, up to speed up to um, my expectations of, of Chelsea Um, and I've been pleasantly surprised. I I actually got one of my best friends to, um, to start watching this year. And so he actually ends up texting me. It's I'm in his family group chat. It's, it's actually really, it's funny. Um, but they all watch now they're, they'll, they'll hit me up. They're like, Hey, you know, there's a match today. Hey, I just got this update. Like so-and-so is doing this. I'm like, I know, like, this is awesome. So, um, it's been entertaining for sure.
0: Yeah. You're like, welcome to the club uh, yeah i know
3: <laughs> oh I, I got
2: them jerseys like they're they're nice. ready. my guy all, all on it okay, yeah. I, I actually wanted to quickly follow because you guys just went through the training camp piece of that you know not too long ago right and COVID, obviously and there are always a bunch of new players on nfl rosters each year you know when you talk about the chemistry piece i mean there has to be some similarities it's obviously a whole different sport a whole different country right but when you're when you're trying to get to know new guys during this weird period like are you are, are, do you find like even on the Bengals right now that things are just now starting to click is there like a you know like half start delay to the to the whole season for a lot of guys
3: I'd say two games ago was the first time that I saw us play as a complete team um and and yeah I think you know the first you know, we have the a rookie quarterback, um, all of our captains for the most part are new, new players. Um, and so it's one, it speaks to a volume of, you know, how much we respect those guys, but then it's also kind of like a, okay, they're our captains and they're doing the best they can to, you know, know us and um, know our style of play and stuff. But at the same time, it's still, you know, we've had a month together maybe, and we're expected to go out there and you know, hit another person for sixty minutes and and try to win a game. So, um, yeah, I think within the last two three weeks is when I've actually seen us come together and play and you know kind of have that team chemistry and know where each person's going to be type of thing.
0: I think there's probably a lot of similarities. You know, for the for the English core, they only had a couple of weeks even before they started playing, and you know timing predicting what people are going to do understanding their patterns behavior a lot goes into it you know and and i you know hearing you talk about on the nfl side i mean there's a lot of correlation into into what they're doing over at at cobham and and at sanford bridge every other week so um totally get it how about a softball for you who is your new favorite player this season or maybe a current player from a couple seasons four that's been around for a while who is not overtaking Drogba, right? Like the amount of love that we all have for Drogba is endless and it doesn't need to be questioned, but it's always fun to connect with a player that's on the squad at, at this time.
3: Yeah, I think, you know, in in the order of like while they were playing with the club, um, obviously I love Drogba and and Frank and um, Terry, Cole, all of them, the older guys, and, and loved um, Hazard when he was playing. And um, now it's, I, I mean... It might be cliche, but I got to go with the American, you know, I got to I kind of got to go with Christian, you know, I I think um, watching him play and and just the energy that he brings. I'm like, like, that is that's what I'm talking about. Like, that is what I want to see an American bring to to my favorite club. You know, I don't want to see, you know, watching the MLS. Sometimes I'm like, cool, like. So it's, it's fair okay.
0: It's fair. you know yeah, like fair. hey they're young right comparison right. to england like, England england a hundred year head start i appreciate the MLS for what they are but let's not compare right it is exactly. different and
3: that's yeah. okay yeah and so, so so getting to see him him on the pitch and play for chelsea i'm like this is this is awesome and he he does honestly every time he's on i'm like this guy's bringing an energy and he's he's going 100 miles an hour the entire time um so i, I have massive respect for him and, and what i think he'll be able to do for the club so I think right now it's, it's probably him. I think that's, I mean, everyone loves, you got, you got to love Angola Conte and what he brings to the club too. So um, those two, for sure. I think, I mean, he's a backbone, so. I'd I'd say probably those two.
1: So with Christian, you know, we, we have a good story as a group because we were in London on the day the news got announced that we were signing him from Borussia Dortmund. Do you remember or can you think about when you saw the news, when you got the push notification, when you heard Christian was coming to Chelsea, did you believe it initially? And what was your kind of initial like immediate reaction to the people around you?
3: Well, so it's funny. So another one of my friends who I got into soccer actually called me and I missed his call. Um, I'm pretty sure I was playing video games. Uh, I, think I was probably playing people. I,
0: I was recovering. All right, it was a hard <laughs> workout.
3: Um, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I was. I was in the gym. Um, no, but he he called me. I missed his call, and he sent me a text and said, "Christian to Chelsea?" Question mark? And I got that. I got that, and I was like, "He's messing with me," because he's not a Chelsea fan. You know, he's he's a Man City fan. and I'm like, this guy's just messing with me. I, I'm not going to, I'm going to ignore this. Um, and the trainers actually, um, the training room guys actually called me and texted me and said, unbelievable, you're getting the American. And he's a huge Man U fan. And he was mad. And he sent me and I was like, oh, I feel the anger in his text. So I was like, you've got to be kidding me. We're getting, I'm like, that is, it's actually happening. Um, initial thought, fuck yes. <laughs> like, <I was laughs> so, happy. honestly, I was just like, yes, here we go. Um, yeah, I was I mean that's exactly how it happened. We're going we go to go to the ju-
2: we're going to go to the judges for that answer, and I believe that is correct, yes, <laughs> um, that is the correct answer
0: yeah, I mean, Dan, how lucky were we We were in London at that time, yeah. obviously, when yeah. Christian was, was announced
3: I mean, for you all well, it was we woke a great up we night. woke up to the news. <laughs> We're having
1: breakfast. We were having breakfast, and we got the little notification. We were on our Twitter timelines, right? You're doing your scroll. You're you're chomping on some bre- uh, bacon or what they call bacon. You're doing your scroll, and you're like, "Oh shit!" We all well, like this popped is up good and news. Like, made <laughs>
0: eye contact. We're
2: like, uh, "What?" That is so sick. That's awesome. Because it was like two days before the the transfer window officially opened, but they had done all the they'd done all the paperwork and everything, and so we were like we got to go grab our camera and go record right out in front of the stadium and like do a whole, a whole bit for it. Oh man. It, it was just, we were walking around with an extra little bump, you know, we were ready to go. Um, it, was, it was awesome.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. It, and, and it was great because then all of a sudden people are like turning and asking questions on our opinion and we we're like, Oh, we just became an authoritative voice on this because like, he's our boy. <laughs> we're like, we, and then we were like strategic. We're like, we, we, we want to back him, but we don't want to hype him. Because yep. it's, you know, coming to Chelsea, it's still an unknown. It's the Premier League. We have ambitions. We don't want to be, have these star-spangled, you know, tinted glasses. But we're like, I'm so excited. And and it took him a little while to get going. But right. he has just taken off everyone at Chelsea that we've met locally, abroad. Absolutely loves him because of his work rate. He's quiet. He's humble. Just does the business. And he's fun to watch. He's an exciting player it really like as long as injuries don't don't wreck his career which you know i have no idea that it will uh this is great this is exciting it's going to be a long one so yeah and now mckinney and you know sergeant there's a lot of guys in europe knocking on the door so it's like hey we want to actually qualify for world cup again this could be exciting <laughs> well, i mean
2: dude i i saw him i saw him score his first goal for the us in kansas city and Everybody who was around the like American outlaws group was like the, he's the deal like I think he was seventeen when he did I was like he's gonna be the deal and I was like all right so I just you know I kept following and kept following if you go watch the video i'm in the I'm in the stand right behind the goal that he he scored and it's like now he's at Stanford bridge just banging him in for fun and it's you're like your world it's perfect Dan it is perfect Yeah.
1: Well, you thought playing FIFA was good before. Now playing FIFA with Christian, with Timo, with Kai— oh, incredible,
3: big for me. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, um.
1: So, what about the the new signings? Right, you know, Chelsea spent just a little money this window. Uh, you know, just just a few kind of dollars here and there. Bought some kind of great players. Upgrade the squad you know, which of the players have you enjoyed most kind of seeing in that starting 11 now? Is it a Ben Chilwell? Is it a Mendy? Is it a Timo? Who you got?
3: Yeah, that's, it's uh that's a good question. I, I kind of want to hear from you all too, because for me, um, I think it's Mendy. And I say that only because with the pieces that we have, we're going to score. Like that's not going to be the question anymore. Like we're, if we don't, if we don't put up three goals, a match I'm gonna be like okay well we were having a we were having an off day for sure um and so the only the only issue would be giving up goals and I think he's done an outstanding job uh I mean everyone I mean everyone knows that he's been doing an unbelievable job um he's leading I think he's leading the prim right now still in a in, uh, percentage of goals saved I'm pretty sure um and to me that's the most exciting thing that I've seen uh you know, I, um, seeing, seeing our pieces moving forward, seeing Timo, seeing, seeing us score goals is going to be, it's going to be fun. Um, but it's going to be more fun knowing that we're winning as we're scoring these goals because we have a really good goalkeeper making sure that we're protecting the net.
0: Thank you. All right. I think we can move on. I mean, <laughs> answer delivered hard to knock on that one. I
2: mean, Nick, Dan, I, I will let you try, but I mean,
0: CJ's got a point goalkeeper. <laughs>
2: Well, when we did our like season preview and we asked ourselves a question of like, which signing did we think would make the biggest impact by the end of the year? I think I chose Ziyech. and that choice looks okay right now, oh, um, sure. g- given his run that he's on. But I think the guy who who probably makes my number one right now is Chilwell. Mm-hmm. I like that again, it's similar with the goalkeeper, but the positional upgrade there has been has really been night and day. I mean it's 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 a noticeable difference and I think, you know, as long as we don't run him into the ground, Dan, um that'll be <laughs> that'll be a, a very, very, very good signing.
1: Well, and then you take a look at, you know, costing zero dollars coming in and wanting to try to win something in England of Thiago Silva, just what our back line looks like with him in it and what it looks like with him out it is two completely different <laughs> two completely different propositions. And so you know, when with Van Dyke going down, and you know, with other kind of center backs injured across the league, like he's slowly like, creeping up to maybe being one of the best in the in all of England, which is crazy to think about. You know, going from playing in France, playing against you know, yes, there are a few good teams in France, but it you know, comparatively is not as competitive as a league as the Premier League is, when you can have Aston Villa and Southampton in the top two or three spots of your table, you know, six or seven weeks into the season. I Maybe it's silver right now. I think it changes week to week. I think it's a, a super dynamic thing because they're all doing, you know, one game, one of them comes down a little bit, maybe not at, at the eight or nine level they were previously. Another one of them is jumping up and saying, I'm going to carry a little bit of this. You know, the game where Chilla had the goal and assist delivers completely. Tiago Silva with some clean sheets, uh, you know, Mendy with clean sheets. Like it just, it changes week to week, Brandon. I think it's, uh, but it's, the benefit of signing a bunch of players.
0: Yeah. I had said Werner at the beginning. We hadn't signed Mendy quite yet. And I think it was because I was like, goals solve so many problems. Um, doesn't solve all of them. Thanks West Brom and Southampton. But, you know, um, it's the difference maker. We, last season we were struggling, we were creating so many chances. We just couldn't score. Like the, the expected goals just, it was bad. So I was like Timo, like, and he is delivered, but yeah, I'm goalkeepers union all the way. Don't even, don't even question it. All right, Edouard Mendy, my man, Bendy Mendy. So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, we're, so we like to play these, these fun prediction games, CJ. They're they're great. Um, they go really well. Them. We always um, get them correct. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. So, right. but based on the way the season's going, knowing man, City is struggling, United are struggling, Liverpool aren't. You know, they're they're not maybe what we expected them to be. Right. Um, Where do you think Chelsea are going to finish this season? You don't have to give an exact spot. Maybe a a rough estimate is fair.
3: Um, Top two. All right. Uh, Love it. I mean, like you said, I mean Liverpool are down to what, like seven guys? Like, (laughs) I mean, it's it's tough. Like, it's yeah. They're they're down so many people, and that's not to say that next may not you know they're they're in the APL for a reason. But um, you know, I think who's who's Leicester's at the top right now. Mm -hmm. Um, They looking at the body of work the people the teams that they've played um obviously kudos to them and and sitting in first for a reason but i'm not completely sold on them um and so that's why i'm saying maybe one or two um tottenham is up there right now i think they have some injuries i don't even want to talk about them really obnoxious (laughs) i know but um i don't know i think with with how we're moving forward right now with what I've seen the past few weeks with the chemistry and kind of just the overall play. I think there's no reason we shouldn't be want to, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I'm going top two. Love
0: it. Love the confidence. Absolutely. Nick, you could uh, take some from him, I think.
2: <laughs> All right, look, I will be the sacrificial lamb if it means that we end up doing the business, but like I've been burned CJ too many times. I've been burned for being hey, overconfident. Uh, what did I say? Third, sixth, No, I said six last season. Six was last season. (laughs) Come
1: Come (laughs) on. Don't bury him again. He didn't do too Uh, much himself already. It's too fun.
0: You killed killed me once. You don't need to kill me again. I'm dead. Look, I'm still getting slated in those 500 uh, lib contest giveaway. People were still bringing up me saying David Luiz would get the most minutes that season. Then two days later, he was sold. So, That's a great prediction.
1: It was so good.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm oh, the worst. Yeah.
2: Oh. All right. So you, in a normal season, when you're not injured, you're you're on the road for a, for basically the entire fall. It would seem. How how do you enjoy? Chelsea when when the season's happening when you you know everything's kind of crazy around you
3: yeah so uh, obviously it depends on when they play Saturday um uh I'll make sure I can I can figure out a way to watch you know I, I will wake up early if I have to if it's an earlier earlier match and usually on Saturdays it's a little bit it's I mean it's kind of a walk-through pace it's not anything too crazy uh so sometimes the match will go on while i'm in the walkthrough and it's the worst because i can't actually see it but i told you guys that the trainers and the equipment guys Mm -hmm. are diehard manchester united fans and so i tell them to stop watching the menu match and just to give me all the updates during the chelsea match and so every time i walk i run (laughs) off um, and i'm not in the in the walkthrough they'll give me like a all right it's you know 23rd minute still nil nil. So, all right, somebody scored. And I'm like, Oh, nice. Like I'm going to run to my phone real quick, see the goal that happened. <laughs> and then we're going to turn it on and we're going to watch it in the equipment room. So that's usually how it works. Um, Sundays, it's actually decently easy for me to watch on Sundays because the, the, the matches don't run too, too late in comparison to like here. So I'm able to watch most of them. Um, sometimes I have to wake up and set my alarm a lot earlier than I'd, I'd like, but I take a little <laughs> nap before the game. So I'm, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be fine. Uh, but I pretty much, I mean, I'm, I'd say I'm, I make time to watch pretty much every single match.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. awesome. So it kind of sounds like the Premier League is well-received in the NFL?
3: Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think the more, the more I talk about it, the more I wear my jerseys around, the more people start asking questions. And some people who are just, you know, they just want to watch sports, they'll start watching it, or I'll tell them to watch a uh, – like you know, like a Netflix documentary, or there's Amazon things that go on, and so um, with the quarterback, our quarterback, the past five years, Andy is a huge Man City fan now because he watched something about them, um, and it's for me, it's fun because I'm like, okay, that's great that you're a Man City fan. It sucks for you, but it's also <laughs> I, can talk, I can talk. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Um, so yeah, it, it's 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 circulating a little more. Um, the more I talk about it, and the more I just people are like, Hey, what are you talking about? Every time I'm talking about something, it's usually about Chelsea. And they're like, they roll their eyes or they're just like, all right, what, what about it? Like what's so? Yeah. on? Awesome? I'll show them a sick goal. And they'll be like, Oh, nice. Like, that was pretty cool. I might watch it or I might play FIFA or I might get into it. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how it starts usually. So
1: there, there's one uh, former NFL player uh, who's pretty active within his uh, love of, you know, European football, Chad Otracinco. Have you guys thrown the sticks down yet in FIFA? 100%, like
3: hundred percent. What's the record there? So we played. So he's going to be mad if, if <laughs> that was so long ago, blah, blah, blah. But this is you're only as good as your last game. right? So um, we played. He came over <laughs> to my apartment. Um, this was my first or second year in the league and we played six matches and it was four two, me. I, I won four, he won two. Ooh. And it was bad. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like it was like, it because he's
0: confident on Twitter. It, he, he talks so good. much trash.
3: He's, he's, no, he's really good. He is good. Um I'll say one of the game one of the games I got super lucky. Uh he he hit yeah. the post probably like three times and I was like, Well, that's FIFA, I still won. Um <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the first, first two matches, um, I was Chelsea and first match, I, I was nervous as anything and it was really close. Second match, I remember I just killed him and it was bad and he stopped talking and he was like, I'm going to focus. And he won the, he won like the next one I won, he won and then I won and it was 4-2 and he was like, I'm going to leave. I, I'm going to go get dinner. I'll hit you up afterwards or something. And he was just like, I'm gone. I'll, I got, I'll, I'll come back next year or something. So um, no, it's all in good fun. Like we we still have banter back and forth a little bit in DMs. We text each other a little bit because um, he wants his rematch. So I'll, I'm gonna have to get back with him and get that because it was it wasn't too pretty the, the 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 first outing.
1: Well, the Chelsea 2020 FIFA team is probably uh, you know cool. one that can give him a run of money because he's uh, an Inter Milan, right? So because he most, plays he plays Inter most of the time, doesn't he?
3: Most of the time, yeah. So he played Inter, he played, and then he played uh, Real. And those oh, are, the come on. I was like, well, I saw that and I was like, if it wasn't for my, like, I'm so good at, I think I'm so good at FIFA and, and with Chelsea because I play with them so much that I just know, like, this is how long I have to hold it down. This is, this is how, and I know every player perfectly. And so it's easier for me to play with them. Uh, and so I was like, cool. I don't care. You can be real. You can be whoever you want because I'm still going to beat you with Chelsea. So uh, we yeah, we know um,
0: how to defend. We know yeah. how to hold up a little bit.
3: Yeah, exactly. Hey, that's
0: awesome. Uh, we'll run co comment color commentary over those next time. You just let us know we'll stream it. It'll be a blast. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Hey, you know what? We're gonna take a real quick break. Uh, time has gotten away from me. This has been fantastic. Uh, huge shout to the sponsors for supporting the show financially. Um, when we get back, we're going to talk, uh, again, kind of about the Premier League and get to know CJ a little bit on and off the field. So we'll be right back. Listen up, fellas, because today we have a new Manscaped product alert. It's the Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean-shaven balls. Look, they sent us one. I have it. I actually love it. I use it. I've had other ones. They suck. This one is significantly better Uh, than the ones I've had. So trust me, I've used it and I can endorse this Weed Whacker. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances trimming experience and it is waterproof, which makes it easy operation and cleaning. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts for up to 90 minutes of use. I mean, have you ever pulled out your nose hair before with your fingers? It hurts, and it's worse than nicking your balls. Manskift is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to, delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed-whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners hold Admitted that those long nose hairs is a major turnoff. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code LONDONISBLUE at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed along with the hairs and the holes looking nice. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code LONDONISBLUE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code LONDONISBLUE. It helps us. It helps you. It helps them.
2: Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. <sighs> All right. So uh, now we kind of turn it
0: over to a lot of our listeners uh, that were very excited to have you on, CJ. And, and these will be... Soccer related, football related, maybe just you related. Um, so this should be good. Uh, so the first one from Ghana Zagina 30 says, if he were a professional footballer, soccer footballer, uh, what outfield position would he want to play and where would he actually play? Well, hold up. Why does it have to be outfield? Why do we have to exclude <laughs> goalkeeping? I mean, we see CJ as a unit. You coming down and shooting on goal, like no one's challenging you aerially. I'm just saying. I I'll let you choose if you could choose any position and then where do you think you would actually be?
3: So if I could choose any position, everyone, I, I would want to score goals. I don't want to be a striker. I would want to be the point man. Um, <laughs> and I think I could, I think, you know, if I stuck with soccer and didn't foul people as much and they didn't put me as a fender <laughs> and as a center back the entire time, I would have been fine. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely a striker. Um, you know, Drogba being my favorite player you know, ever I'd want to be him and emulate him. So that'd be fun. Um, where I'd actually play hopefully striker. If not striker, then, um, yeah, I think I could be a good keeper. Um, you know, I got the hands. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would go out, uh, and we'd kick around soccer ball. Sometimes we'd have PK shootouts. Um, and PK is actually super tough. I don't know if you—I'm I mean, sure you guys do. PKs are tough. Those are <laughs> those are easy to to shoot on and uh, to anticipate. But no, I think I think I'd be a pretty good keeper. I think that's probably where they'd want to stick me, if not a center back, because I'm sh- huge. I'm a tank. I, I don't think I, I don't think I'd they'd let me play anywhere else. Honestly,
0: I mean, you've got the Akin Fenwa role a little bit. He's target striker. <laughs> Just, yeah, I mean, he, he's
2: <laughs> huge. He is. He's massive.
0: <laughs> he's max. He's, he's got me beat.
2: Hmm. God, I'm trying to think. I'm Could you imagine
1: of, the CJ Lewis dunk pairing, center back pairing would just absolutely destroy <laughs> the, like attackers?
3: I mean, I honestly, I've I've thought about that too. For being honest, like after my third year of playing in the league, I was like, you know, like I kind of just want to go over and just try. Like I think this was around the same time that uh, people were try- like Ocho was trying to try out for a soccer. Team, mm-hmm. all this you came down to Kansas Bolt. City, yeah, Usain Bolt, and I was like, I want to try. That. Like, why not? Like, come on. Like, I like, I'm younger than them. I could do this. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that would, playing for Chelsea would be a dream. Like, that's my dream job.
0: All right, a uh, little bit of shift, but Dan, over to you when it comes to some of these extra questions here.
1: Well, yeah, there's there, there's a few that Kate rattled off. I think we answered a couple. But one of the things was about uh, playing fantasy. Right? Do you play fantasy Premier League or fantasy football? Like, Is that something you get into to stay connected? Or is it more FIFA and Chelsea and then the rest of the league isn't as
3: important? So with the, with the um, fantasy prem, I tried it. And it was actually the the family friend and the family that was like, hey, let's try to do this. And um, I didn't quite understand it at first. So I picked straight Chelsea players. And I was like, I'm just going to pick as many Chelsea players as I can. Um, and I ran out of money. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, what am I supposed to do with this now? Like, I don't really, I'm, I'm confused. So. Um, I kind of struck that one out and the whole fam kind of struck that out. We were like, yeah, I don't know either. Cause they all try to pick Chelsea players too. So, um, I struck that out. I do play fantasy football, um, with some friends from college, uh, in good fun. The rule is though, that I have to draft myself. Uh, so pretty. Is fun. that
0: your rule though, or theirs?
3: It's the, it's the fantasy rule. So hmm. another, another, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so another kid is in there. He is a kicker as well. And so he had to draft himself. He didn't have to draft himself in the first three rounds like I did but he had to draft himself um and so I was yeah I was pretty bummed that I got hurt because I was was doing pretty well in my fantasy Um, yeah but yeah it was yeah I play fantasy with them just because it's a way I can still talk to my college friends um Mm. that that you know I don't really normally get the, the chance to talk to and we get to bash each other all the time so that's uh, pretty
1: fun. Well, and the the bonus question here, since we are getting close to uh, Thanksgiving, is the favorite holiday meal question, which is always one that just completely breaks breaks people up because everybody's got a favorite, and it's never the other person's. Should we Should we talk specifically
2: about Thanksgiving dishes?
1: Yeah, let's just leave it in Thanksgiving because Christmas adds a little bit of a wrinkle, right? It's to, too far. There's too much yeah. variety.
2: But Thanksgiving, let's go through. We, everyone has turkey. We all get it. It's fine. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't have turkey. Uh, Sides. We do ribs.
3: Oh, damn. That's awesome. So much better than turkey. We do ribs for Christmas. We don't do it for things. Oh, that sounds great right now. (laughs) So we're going strictly sides right now? Is that what we're doing? This is his favorite holiday meal. So I I guess it could be any type of side. Oh,
1: I Make a
2: plate. Let's make a plate. Make a plate. That's a good call.
3: Okay, well, this is going to be a lot. Okay, so... (laughs) Um, we have turkey. We have our honey-baked ham. Yep. Uh, we have the mashed potatoes with gravy. Uh, we have mac and cheese. And I'm, I'm telling you, this is going to be a big plate. <laughs> we have uh, Just one of these uh, broccoli, <laughs> broccoli and cheese casserole. It usually ends up being two plates. Um, have to have two dinner rolls on the first, first go-around. Um, my grandma likes making uh, like cranberry sauce. Mm -hmm. And so out of respect because nobody else in the family, except for my uncle eats that I put a little, like a little, just a little something. Um, I like a good deviled egg. So we'll put deviled eggs on there. Um, there is stuffing that like, I don't know if it's my, I just don't really, I'm not a fan of stuffing. So Mm -hmm. I'll just put like once, nobody in the families, I don't know why
0: participation participation.
3: So that's on there. Um, I'm trying to think. We do have corn, and so I'll put corn on there. Um, the corn's actually really good. I'm just, by this point, I'm like, this is kind of just like. Just gonna it's getting hard. heavy. Yeah, it's getting heavy. I, I still need to save room for pumpkin pie. Of course. I, 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 it's, it, we'll see how this goes. Um, so that's usually the entire plate.
2: Couple, a There's couple usually of. usually
3: everything things. in the kitchen.
2: So you, you, <laughs> named, you named a bunch of first-round picks there for your plate. There's no doubt about that weird on the stuffing admittedly that's that's a that's a go-to for me the other one that's a go-to is a green bean casserole man mm-hmm. i can my my mom makes an incredible green bean casserole so that that is definitely a first round well, and paper.
0: this is where the variation comes in right is the execution yeah. of the dish uh regional traditions colloquialisms i mean we're doing peach cobbler this year which is a that is way oh. outside. Yeah, we're obviously non-traditional.
1: Peach cobbler and ribs? This sounds like we're like a Sunday, like. What are you in George Georgia? Bake.
0: bros. <laughs> I'm in Iowa, and it is good. Oh. In Iowa, he's not in Georgia with
2: the ribs and the peach cobbler. He's in Iowa.
0: Hey, we're a well-traveled family. What can I say?
3: Yep, I I, I respect that. I respect the peach cobbler. That's in Iowa. That's kind of. I mean, a, why weird, right? why
0: not just eat what you like? I mean, I have ice cream
3: though. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. I swim with that. That's
0: Um all right. All right. All right. Kind of back on track. Um Kate wants to know who's going to who's going to the Super Bowl.
3: Is it too early to tell? Oh, that's a good question. Uh yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody from my team will hopefully will watch this particular one. I'll tell them after this one so that they don't see this answer <laughs> mm. because I might get a lot out of this uh because it's our rival. The Steelers are mm. pretty good Ooh. this year. Yeah. Um, which I hate to say, I'm not entirely sure if I believe in them. Like, like, it's kind of like the Leicester thing. I don't really know how, how sold I am on them as a team. Um, but right now they're playing really well. They're undefeated. Like, okay, that's obviously a front runner in people's minds. Um, and it's kind of like an injury thing. I don't really know how everyone else is going to fare because a lot of people are getting injured. Mm -hmm. But you really can't also knock the most expensive player in the NFL right now, in Patrick Mahomes. So the Chiefs have to be a front-winner also to to go to the Super Bowl, because with him on the team, you really never know what's going to happen. I mean, he's... He's a monster out there.
1: How about a twist that gets you in less trouble? What's a matchup? What's the matchup of the teams that are in contention right now? You'd love to see the most, like as just a, someone who enjoys the sport. Like if you get two games going head to head, because like like the idea of seeing the Chiefs go against uh, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals right now, I would love to see that matchup in a
2: Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say the quarterbacks. You know, like any any variation of. Aaron Rodgers, um, Pat Mahomes, Kyler Murray, or Lamar Jackson—you know—any variation of those guys in the Super Bowl would be fun to watch. Just because, like you said, Kyler Murray's he Kyler's going crazy right now. He's doing—he's—he's he's putting team on his back. DeAndre Hopkins is an unbelievable receiver, um, and the quarterback play—you know—Aaron Rodgers is—he's the out of those guys. He's the old vet who's still making stuff happen. Um, with with people with what people say isn't you know the most talented team of the of those guys that I just mentioned you know I, I don't think he has those pieces per se um so I think any combination of those four like just watching purely quarterback play would be phenomenal for me to watch
0: yeah I yeah I, I like that I've been watching Arizona I'm blessed I got to hang out with Larry Fitzgerald and uh, Trent Sherfield this summer in Minnesota I they there training so I've like kind of have a soft spot for them so that's cool to hear um, so we, we kind of touched on this, I think a little bit, but at Bryce B09 is the most Bengals looking Twitter avatar, I think <laughs> possible. Uh, big, but big says, Bengals guy. Yeah. <laughs> said, how's the recovery process going for you? Uh, he misses seeing your contagious, upbeat attitude and smile on game day. Uh, I hope I don't mess this up. Hashtag who day.
3: Hashtag who day. Okay. Hey, All job. right. All right. Love that. I see you. I see you. Um, yeah, no, the recovery process is good. Um, it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm ahead of schedule. They're trying to, they're, you know, pulling in the reins on me a little bit because I, I feel like I could maybe go out and play, you know, um, before the season ended. So it's been going really, really uh, as a rehab process, It's, it's been going smoothly, but obviously it's unbelievably tough, not being out there and, and being with the boys and practicing and, catching touchdowns from Joe Burrow and um, that, that aspect honestly just sucks, you know, like sitting at home, watching it on TV. Cause I can't go to the stadium because of all the, the regulations with COVID. So um, rehab's going well, uh, sucks not being able to play, uh, especially cause Joe and I, I think have a really good relationship on the field and um, feel like it would have been a pretty breakout year for sure. And I could help us not be where we are, um, you know, with, with our record.
0: Yeah, man, confidence backs yourself. I like it. Yeah.
3: So
1: one of the things that I, I guess is you know, just interesting, right, is it's a similar injury to what you know two Chelsea players have gone through in the past year, right? Ruben Loftus Cheek and Callum both had Achilles injuries as well that sidelined them for a pretty significant period of time. You, you know, and there, you can see a lot of people have conversations around like the road to recovery, what does that look like? But getting into the mentality of the athlete who's having to work their way kind of back, like what are the misconceptions that maybe people have who haven't played, who haven't had to work themselves back from that? Like what what are the things you would kind of say for people to, to learn more, peek a little bit behind the curtain to get some more into the understanding of just how, how you think about coming back?
3: Yeah. You know, I think, Every time someone every time I've gotten hurt for you know two weeks, three weeks, whatever the case, I get like Twitter DMs and all this other stuff. And they're like, Man, you're messing up my fantasy and all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, I'm messing up my fantasy too. Trust me. I'm trying <laughs> to get back on the field. Like I know, I feel you. Um, and so yeah, it's it's you know, especially with something like this, um, right when I like um, immediately when I found out that I was gonna be out for the season, it was kind of just like a, a an initial blow, and then it was immediate like all right let's just get to work you know like let's just do what we can to to make sure that this isn't going to be a recurring thing and so yeah you know i think when people who maybe haven't played the sport or haven't had like a major injury like a broken leg or you know anything like that they're kind of just like okay well you broke your leg like oh you're walking someone was like oh you're walking like you're fine i'm like well cool. Yeah, I, I can walk. That doesn't mean I can push off and run and you know block a 295 pound guy and. and if only on. that were
0: the uh, the entry level requirements for playing in the NFL, um, <laughs> I'm like, I might I'm, have had a chance. Walking, that's it.
3: <laughs> hey, hey, Bill. You know you can walk as well. So are you going to get on the field too and lace him up or what? Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's uh, you know it's just. Especially, I mean, you look at the two Chelsea. I mean, we, they want to get out there and play. You know, they want to contribute. They want to show what they can do and 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 help contribute to the team. So, um, yeah, people people with this one have been a little more supportive because I have, and and in, in the past, you know, kind of tweeted back at them and said, "Hey, look, like I'm, tr- I'm with you. Like I'm trying to help myself out in fantasy too. Like I'm not trying to mess anybody up. I want to help yeah. the team. I'm trying to get out there and win."
2: Yeah, it would it would be the worst laid plan of all time for you to get hurt just to mess up someone's fantasy team. Uh, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily the way that was supposed to go.
1: Yeah. Some crazy planning to actually execute yeah, wow. that.
2: <laughs> well done. Yeah, exactly. All right. We have a, we have a last one. And I, and I know before, before we go, I have to mention, cause I'm getting blown up in on my Twitter DMS, uh, Michelle and Aurelius on Twitter, both big Bengals fans. They say yeah. hi. Um, You're dead. You're dead. Yep. What's there you up? go. Right there for him. All <laughs> right. We're, we're talking about the future of your squad. We want to understand. Uh, this is from Manny. I love my Bengals. We definitely have young talent. But how good can Joe Burrow be? And how good can we be in the next few years? We being the Bengals.
3: Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, I mentioned earlier, you know, it's it's tough to build a rapport with people that are young and, and that haven't, you know, it's a COVID environment and you can't really hang out and do things. And so, you know, being able to start picking up our stride and Joe kind of getting a little more comfortable and finding out who he likes throwing it to and just, just getting a feel of the game. Um, I say, I mean, this is a prediction thing, right? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> put the and just completely botch this one, but I all think. All right, <laughs> all right. And
1: Schefter, Ian Rapaport, get your your Twitter fingers ready. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, uh, you know, I, I think I think there's no limit of what he can do, and so it's a matter of you know his leadership and us and his confidence in us and how well we've been you know kind of knowing what he wants from us for certain plays and certain routes and certain coverages and um certain like checks that he gives us it's i think now we're starting to understand and so um it's going to take a second for me even to like once we get back i'm like all right dude like what have you been saying because i haven't really been in the meetings and like you know so um you know i but i don't think in the next you know two three years there's no reason why we shouldn't um you know be playing for a conference championship and, and and you know putting our name in contention for a super bowl, because I think, you know, that's how good we are with if we're healthy and the people that we brought in, we've done, you know, it was kind of like with Chelsea bringing in as many people and doing as much stuff as we did this off season with Chelsea. And we did that same thing with us. And I was like, dang, like, nice, like it's going to take a second, but this is, this is a good building block for us to, to, you know, propel us to winning the super bowl. So yeah, I don't think there's no reason two, three years that we shouldn't, you know, people shouldn't be looking at us and being like, dang, they're undefeated. Like they might be saying what I'm saying. I don't really know their resume and how good they're going to be. I'm not sold on them, maybe, but they're putting themselves in the hat to, to compete.
0: That's right. Steelers. You've been put on notice.
3: (laughs) Oh, a hundred percent. I hate the (laughs) Steelers. So,
1: so when you're back next season, you get that first touchdown with Joe Burrow. Um, do you think you can emulate the Drogba slide celebration in the end zone as the celebration so,
3: or, Oh no. So yeah, it's fun. So we played, we got to play in Wembley and I was desperately wanting to score a touchdown. So I could do that like desperately. <laughs> Cause I, was, I mean, that's the, we were the first team to win in new Wembley. Right. So I'm like, yeah. I have to do this. Like, this yeah. so I think we might be going back next year too. So if I score, that's, that's for sure going to happen in Wembley, but <laughs> Um yeah. Yeah, it just depends on where we are. Like if it's turf, I'm probably not gonna do it because I'll i I'll kill sure. my knees. Um but if too it's too much friction, it, you will it'll, it'll hurt. It'll hurt. <laughs> you um, will
0: stop immediately.
3: <laughs> I'll fall flat on my face. Um but if it's grass for sure, yeah, hundred percent we will do that. I I I've been thinking about doing the dead fish. Um that's that's like my classic oh. UFC, FIFA. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh so, yeah, I'll—I'll I'll, definitely be something soccer related.
0: Can you kick a pylon? Is that acceptable, like a corner flag?
2: No, I, I'll throw one at you. I'll throw—I'll throw a good throwback one for you. Get a teammate and do the Drogba Maluda drums and guitar thing with the pylon. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> oh. I'll, I'll have to check and make sure that's not like a fine. Right. <laughs> fine, and it's just a flag. I'll take the flag, and well, I'll definitely—I'll definitely do that.
0: Oh, that's right. The no fun league. Boo. They've, they've, it's, and it's not like we have to worry about you guys taking your jersey off. I mean, that's not happening.
3: Yeah, that would be, I mean, that'd be a process in and of itself. If I—if it's a walk-off touchdown, 100% I would do that, I mean,
1: Oh, I'm,
0: I'm I love off, that. I'm, I'm taking off everything. I love that. A walk-off touchdown. Let's go. This is exciting. Um, Awesome. Look, CJ, we've got the pelt questions at you. We've got the pink stuff at you. I'm going to give you a chance. Is there anything you want to ask us on the flip side before we wrap this one up?
3: Huh. Um, we'll say one is there any way I can come back? Done. Yeah. Of I mean, course.
0: It took a year.
3: Oh, uh, Brandon was going to try to play it hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we're good.
0: No I'm going to check the diary, but yeah, probably within the next 12 months for sure. Absolutely. This has been great, CJ.
3: Um, and number two is we've got to figure out a time. So we can all go to a match together. Yes. Dude, i tell you it's, what. It's all we want to do.
0: The anticipation that everyone has of not being able to go from like the U.S. So I don't know. We, we, we We've been going. So we host these trips for fans to go. The amount of people that have been asking us like when that first trip happens, I swear we might have 50 people like lined up ready to go um but hell yeah like the club will get involved like we will roll it out we'll do the stadium tour the, take you to the cock tavern i mean we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll get you in front of the season ticket holders and show them how you do it it is a blast the bridge is a special special place
3: i've i've so i've been there twice i haven't gotten to see a match there um but i i've i've got i'm just like this place is i just oh.
2: yeah oh. No, you get the you get the the magical feeling when you roll up on the bridge. I mean, it's. 100%. I mean, I remember the when we went over the for the first time as a group, um, and I had been so I did a study abroad at Oxford when I was in in college, and I I went to the stadium in the summer when it was dead and they were like ripped up all the grass and stuff like that and did a like small thing, but when we went back for the first time, I just like, you know, you see, it's just the most incredible feeling. It's, yeah, it's and you're giddy, the best. Honestly. Um, so yeah, I think, I think we're going to, I think we're going to make that happen. You have a firm commitment on that. How about that?
3: That's it. I need it. We'll do a spring
2: trip so you're, you don't miss OTAs and all that stuff and and
3: we'll, we'll make it work. I'll, I'll I'll tell the coaches we got to plan around that one. Yeah. That's perfect.
0: (laughs) Love it. Awesome. CJ, this has been amazing. Like you're obviously a true Chelsea fan. Like your, your fandom is unquestionable. Uh, we love that you are growing the game from inside the NFL locker room. You're keeping the rivalries alive uh, with the kit crew and and the equipment guys. Like that is fantastic. Keep Chad Ocho Cinco in his place. You keep being Chelsea. Put him down. But again, <laughs> best of luck with the recovery. Thank you so much for spending time with not only us but the Chelsea community that uh, that we get to participate in. They are going to love this. So thank you, sir.
3: No, thank you. Honestly, it's this is this is for me the most fun. Thing that I've done this year by far, you know, I've scored touchdowns, so I don't really. that that's the wayside. So this is this is for me. This is awesome to be able to talk about Chelsea and hang out with you guys.
0: Hey, anytime, uh, Nick Not and Dan. Here. Thank you, gentlemen, as always. Here comes the outro. We know, got it. you guys have been harassing me Hey, <laughs> engage with us on social media but go follow CJ right you know tell him how well he did show him some love on the socials as well but uh, obviously that's going to wrap us up uh, hope you're enjoying whatever episodes are coming next when we we publish it
2: um, but until next time Chelsea fans you know what to do keep the blue flag flying high.